Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us now on the line, we have Jonathan Felstein, who's the president at Genesis 123 Foundation. Jonathan, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Michael, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, great to have you on board, Jonathan. As we look at the world, uh, we wonder if we're going to see any change coming about in 2024. Only time will tell regarding how the world has turned a blind eye on the atrocities of Hamas. My first question to you, Jonathan, why such a fanatical, one-sided attention to this war at this point in time? What are we looking at? What are right? we dealing it's, with? It, it, it's simply crazy. And the, my only answer, the only logical answer, as illogical as it is, is anti-Semitism. Because there are wars, there are massacres, there are there are other horrible incidents that take place all over the world. Indeed. Every year. And 2023 wasn't great in many parts of the world. And we're not starting out 24 much better in other parts of the world. But the only focus of the International Criminal Court and the United Nations is, is, is the blaming of Israel. And the only rational, irrational explanation is that it's because Jews are involved. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to let that sink in. As you've just said, it's only because <laughs> Jews are involved. So where what has happened to global morals and 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 the, and a global stance, you know, regarding uh, principles of the matter? As you've just pointed out, there's so many conflicts, so many wars. What? Wh- why so much attention? I'm 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 really trying to wrap my mind around this, Jonathan. Why so much attention on this particular issue? It's very hard to understand it. And I think perhaps part of the answer is in your question. Where are the, I think you said, where are the morals? I am hmm. taking away that the morals never existed, that the anti-Semitism, yeah. you know, we talk about combating anti-Semitism and, and the, the, the double standard um, that, that is placed on Israel and the Jewish people, which is anti-Semitic in and of itself. And I'm just wondering and it's more than rhetorical wondering, was this not just latent below the surface waiting for any opportunity Mm. for the anti-Semitism to pop out? Because there is no rational example. Look, even if you believe the Hamas uh, numbers of 20,000 plus people killed in Gaza, and, and, and let's assume that that's correct, even if we're not counting that about half of them are terrorists. Uh, but, but we don't know that those numbers are correct. It's not as sure. if massacres haven't taken place around the world in the Arab world, where Arabs are killing each other, yet nobody in the world seems to care. And honestly, I'm an Orthodox Israeli Jew. I think I care more about the well-being of Arabs around the world than most of the people who are protesting and blaming Israel for, well, genocide and the the lovely South African term apartheid and things that are nonsensical that make no Mm. rational sense. Mm. Jonathan, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, my listeners' uh, feedback uh, on this, but one cannot just help but, you know, suspect uh, a more diabolical, shall we say, underhanded agenda going on here to upset world the world order. I, unfortunately, I'm not a... um, a conspiracy theorist, but but the but but the global the, the the upsetting of world the world order is clearly coming from Iran. 
Uh, I'll tell you this, that all over the Israeli media, there's clear awareness now and mm -hmm. in society that, that Hamas is a threat, the Houthis are a threat, Hezbollah is a bigger threat, but Iran is the mother of the threats and we need to take that on. And, and I Iran is like a puppeteer right now managing all of these conflicts uh, in the Red Sea, making mm -hmm. ships have to di divert now right. past you, past the south, uh, southern mm -hmm. uh, tip of, of the continent, increasing shipping time, increasing shipping cost, increasing, uh, it, it, it's just horrible. And, and really that's, so, so to the extent that if there is an attempt to make an active disruption, I certainly see that that's coming from the Iranians, Jonathan, from the regime. From the, indeed, indeed. Uh, Jonathan, what I'm trying to also trying to fathom is um, when we look at uh, multiple protests taking place at uh, educational institutions, platforms oh. which supposedly nurture or nature, uh, nurture rather, um, you know, a progressive and uh, outward thinking, that we have such one-sided views coming about and seemingly escalating as we're going along specifically unusual because we think as as intelligent people that an academic institution should be able to at least accommodate and disagree right on two sides of an issue but you're right academic institutions i'll tell you this yesterday i think yeah yesterday i was share, a, a share a friend of mine who also lives in israel we made aliyah from the same town in new jersey shared a video with me of hundreds i don't call them pro-palestinian they're pro-hamas supporters driving down the main street in Teaneck, New Jersey, waving Palestinian flags, disrupting traffic. Now that's not a that's not a advocacy for something. Mm -hmm. It's a public threat against the Jewish community, which is represents about 40% of that town. And and not far away, there's a mall in which a uh, Jewish teenager was assaulted this week, I believe, for wearing a uh, IDF sweatshirt. So we're seeing the the, the 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 invasion of public spaces, the mm, the invasion right. and, uh, of of what we anything that we consider as intellectual, it's been a hijacking of intellectualism, as well. And it's and it's sad, and it's not accurate, mm -hmm. and it's not fair. But sadly, I've drawn a conclusion that I don't know that there is going to be a solution to it. Uh, you actually what what you've just mentioned now leads to my next question about can, can you perhaps can you see a swing in in this kind of outlook anytime soon given its 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 fanatical leanings i'm not i don't mm. and one of the crazy things is i'm so glad i live in israel i'm so i i, I shared a picture with friends yesterday my son is serving in gaza right now mm -hmm. we got a picture from almost as if he went to summer camp but we know it's not summer camp but pictures right of his unit and we know that th where they are we know generally what they're doing and at the moment we think he's okay but i i shared this with certain people and i said i'm scared as his father but i'm jealous because he gets there to defend us and defend our people and our country and i think the plus is i'm no longer a jew in the diaspora who has to rely on the local pol the, the local inept police or government officials right. to protect me. Mm. Jonathan, just to find we don't have much time. Uh, been, there's been concern uh, regarding, you know, um, reaction from and reacting to from, from the United Nations in recent times regarding this horrific war that's taking place. Can, can we see a swing in attitude there at all? 
Um, I, so uh, we, we connected based on an article I wrote that, that was talking about the, the hijacking of public space. And mm. I'm actually working on something else that is going to address kind of that issue. It's very hard for me to see in a country where so many – in a world where so many countries are in conflict and they look at Israel and they vote against Israel and they vote to, to bring Israel to the International Criminal Court – Unfortunately, uh, right now, the mother of that is is right there where you are in South Africa. Mm. Um, and I, I, it's very hard for me to see even the Arab countries that have the, had the sense to make peace with Israel for their own good interests continue to vote against us. And I um, and and maybe maybe I'm just a pessimist in the middle of a war whose son is on the front lines and who we've known too many people who have been killed here. Jonathan, but maybe not. Sure. <laughs> well, let's see what 2024 <laughs> has in store for us. Jonathan, we're going to have to leave it there. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. So Jonathan Fieldstein, president at the Genesis 123 Foundation.